One man, one woman, one podcast. They perform their shows all around the world, and now they are broadcasting directly into your ears. Let's welcome Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb and the Not A Normal Life podcast. Starring Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb. Featuring Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb. Including Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb. Including, I think you get the idea. Right then, so it is podcast number... Eight. And we're, <laughs> eight. And we're in a hotel room and we're sorry. We are sorry. We send all of our apologies. All of them on cards and with owls and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we sent you all flowers. Yeah, um, if you haven't arrived yet, yep, they're on the way. Definitely. <laughs> now, uh, the shop was open, wasn't it, Tash? Yeah. Uh, the till was in, the staff were there, it was repainted. And then, unfortunately, due to our own fault, we'll explain in a minute, the shop got shut. Barriers came down, Ooh. locks went on, staff Closed. got fired. Closed. Yeah. Closed for reworkings. But we're back in business. Yeah, now we didn't realise and or fathom how difficult it would be to upload, change and do our podcast whilst travelling the world. And in the last four to five weeks, we've been to about 13 countries and got on about 30 aeroplanes. Yeah. And uh, the editor that I was using, even though we don't edit massively, what I was using to change the sound and upload it, etc. is all done online on an online platform. That's very difficult in our port where you've got 15 minutes of Wi-Fi and 3,000 people are trying to stream off the same site. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've figured it out. Some would say we had technical difficulties. Te- distribution problems. But we are over that obstacle. we figured it out. We promise it will never happen again, guys. We promise it might not happen again, guys. We're going to do our very, very best. Hmm. can never say never, because what about if we went on a trip in a submarine? Well, then we couldn't do it. No. So we're going to try our very hardest and we're going to make some bank ones. And those bank ones will be kind of there in a little folder slash file that we can upload and pull from. We can cherry pick those ones whenever we wish to, if and when we are not around. <laughs> yes, just in case you miss our voices. Tosh, you've been so busy, babe. Too busy. Oh, what mate. day is it? What time is it? We've I done don't rehearsals. Know. Rehearsals are fun. We've done cruise ships. We've just finished a show about... Five hours ago, we've got workshops tomorrow and shows again. Uh, we've been to Barbados and Miami and Las Vegas and back twice. Back to Barbados. Back to all around the Caribbean islands, St. Kitts, Aruba, etc. We've had lots of fun, lots of good memories, lots of great photos. But um, I even said photos then, that's because I'm tired. Photos. Photos. Sound like you from London, mate. London here. But um, yeah, so we apologise for that. We are now officially going to upload on a regimented schedule and uh, Tash is going to keep me on track. On I the, will. On the up and up. Uh-huh. I will keep you on track. Yes, yes, you will. Now, Tash, we're going to do some news. What's the news? Well, the first bit of news is we're going to talk about this just momentarily because okay. it's all over the news. It's taken over. I know what you're going to say. This is meant to be a light and frothy podcast and uh, this mm. is like world news. It's taken over. Mm-hmm. It's the coronavirus. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Coronavirus. Do, 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 do. Um, so yeah, guys, be careful. Wash your hands, wash your hair, have a shower, do a bath. Do whatever you've got to do. Just please be safe. Be safe and wash your hands. Yeah, and it is serious and it is bad. And everywhere's on lockdown and we're panicking because we're going here, there and everywhere. And our loved ones, we don't want them to get ill. And it's no. worse for young babies, I think, and older people. So wherever you are, whoever you are, if you're coughing... Don't go out, have a day off, put on Netflix, put your feet up, have a sauna day in your own house. Wash your hands, shower. Wash your hair, (laughs) have a lovely time. But um, if you are feeling a bit ill, if you've got any of the symptoms, don't go out, don't socialise, stay at home. Yeah. Don't mix it, let's not spread it, let's be careful. Yeah, I don't know how worried we should be though. I'm quite worried. Are you? Italy is on lockdown, full lockdown, nobody's going in or out of that country. Wow. I'm going to Holland in a week. I'm going to Tampa in three weeks. We've got trips abroad. We're going on cruise ships. Probably not the right time to travel, is it? It's going to be awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Great. So um, that's that. That's the news. We've done that. Tick that box. Tick. We've moved on from the coronavirus, but it's probably good to mention it. Uh, We're also going to do a very little shout out and then we're going to bring this up. We're going to cheer it up. We're going to make it feel light and fun and happy. Yeah. um, But we are going to quickly mention that it was devastating when we found out the news 
of Caroline Flack. She was incredibly talented. I saw her in Chicago. Um, she was amazing on telly. She was a great singer and she was a brilliant personality and she went far too soon. So Far too soon. Horrible. Yeah, if anybody feels like that, reach out to somebody. And um, yeah. Yeah, there's always someone there, definitely. Yeah, very, very sad news. And love to her friends and family and those who knew her. And we know some people that did know her. And of course, um, and love is with them too. Yeah. So yeah, let's go to happy things. Okay. All right, Tash, please tell me a funny story. Oh, so my funny story this podcast is when we were in Vegas, we met the one and only, the legend, who is Hans Clock. He actually is a legend. He is a legend. I remember when I was probably 15 and I made a folder, right? So I went to like home base. That's okay. A, it wasn't home base. Home base? What's the place where you get the stuff? Like the art stuff. The works? No. Well, we go and hobby get a craft. hobby craft. Yeah. Oh, uh, so hobby craft. It is like quarter to four in the morning. So we went to hobby craft. I remember this myself and my mum, and I got a book. And in that book, I designed what I wanted my first show to be. So I did everything in there, mm-hmm. and I stuck pictures all over the book of Hans Clock in the outfits that he wore, and I drew pictures of variations of his outfits wow. for the outfits that I wanted. I told him that story. Um, <laughs> you did. But actually, talking of his outfits, I understand why you did that, because he was wearing the most amazing pair of jeans. Yeah. They had diamonds all over them. Yeah, he's the awesome. I really wanted them. I'm not cheesy. I just love glitter. Um, <laughs> he's the best. Definitely not American. No, but he's our friend. I think we can Aww. officially say we're friends of Hans Clock. Yeah, he is a legend. Uh, we spoke to him since then and before then and all kinds of stuff. And uh, he's great. And we spent some time with him after a show. And yeah. What a lovely man. What a lovely but man. But my funny story was we had this one opportunity to get a photo. Yeah, and it was in quite a special place. Yeah. Quite like an important moment. I was excited. I was excited. He was in like full stage outfit, which is quite rare. Mm-hmm. Um, he does like a little meet and greet after the show, but they photoshopped him into the pictures. Weird. Which is, it looks amazing though. Yeah. So before you go into the auditorium, you have your pitch taken. On the way out, he says goodbye to people. Um, but you're in the photo with him without having the photo with him, if that makes sense. Um, but we got an actual photo. And with him. Tash ruined it. Uh, I did. Funny um, story. <laughs> I went Awkward. Crazy. Yeah, Matthew was furious. So basically, I ruined this picture because I was excited, I was very smiley, but I had my jacket in the photo. Which in... didn't in any way fit the outfit. You just put it on because it was a bit chilly in Vegas. Yeah, it was a bit chilly. Um, I was holding it down by my side, so really I could have just put it on the floor. But that yeah. didn't cross my mind, really. No. So in this picture, I've got my lovely dress on and smiling. It's a great picture. But then in my left hand, I've got this huge bomber jacket thing. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just say, and after this show, we was going to meet Copperfield. Yeah. Standard, as you do. Um, so we saw a show and then whatever. But on the way to the MGM is when we checked the picture. Mm-hmm. Saw Hans Clock, did some bits of him. Then we was like, oh, let's head over to the MGM Grand. And then I saw the photo, <laughs> and I lost my mind. Angry, Matthew. How angry was I? Oh, ridiculous, to be quite honest I was so you. annoyed with There you. was no need. No, I was furious. I was laughing. Um, <laughs> until you cried. I didn't cry. You did cry. <laughs> you went, oh, baby, I feel like I've ruined the moment. <sighs> yeah, you made me feel bad. You did ruin the moment. Oh, mate. I mate. Found it. I'm just going to laugh it off. Don't worry, we fixed it. Didn't we? Fixed. Photoshop that jacket straight out. Yeah. So do you know what? It's almost like the jacket was never there. Yeah, there's a story we can tell, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, Yeah, so we also saw, and I'm not going to name the show, mm. but we saw something go wrong, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah. In an illusion show. Mm-hmm. And it was mental. It was fun to watch because it's nice to know that things do go wrong. Yeah. Live theatre, isn't it? You we can't saw control. a few things go wrong. We did, we did, We saw yeah. two very, very big illusion shows. Yeah. And two big things went wrong, one in each. But because we're in the magic industry, I think we noticed, oh, but no, maybe, yeah, the audience probably would not have known. They were covered perfectly. Yes. And, I mean, Vegas is the place for magic. Oh, Let me just yeah. say, very quickly, we saw, I think, every magic show in Vegas, like main shows. Yeah. And uh, very, very quick reviews. Very, very quick. We said it wasn't talking about Vegas, but let's just very quickly go through them. Xavier Mortimer was phenomenal. 
Uh, he does circus stuff with magic. He does the best dancing cane I've ever seen. There's like a little cartwheel in the middle. He also has some lovely moments that I didn't expect. He was great. This isn't a review. It's just a little thing. <laughs> Chris Angel show was phenomenal. It was do, awesome. Do, 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 do. Phenomenal. He was insanely good. In fact, one of the best moments of magic I've ever seen was in that show. Wow. And it's only a tiny little effect on a big camera, on a big screen. Wow. Not one of the big illusions. It was amazing. Matt King's legend, of course, Copperfield is, I think, the best ever. Um, Hans Clock, I couldn't be more excited to meet him. He's like my childhood hero. He's the illusionist that I wanted to be. Aww. And uh, Frederick De Silva, he's such a lovely guy and such a good performer. And uh, it was nice to share some ideas. And he was great. And I'm sure I'm missing people, and Matt I apologise. I said Matt King. Oh, sorry. He's he's a legend. Yeah, we loved it all. Matt I loved King is, everything Matt in Vegas. Matt King is the perfect start to Vegas. Yeah. If you ever go to Vegas, day one, mm -hmm. hour one, two or three, go and see Matt King. He's in an old-fashioned Vegas lounge bar. Makes you think of the Rat Pack. It makes you feel like you're actually in Vegas. You have to walk through the casino to get there. And uh, his show is incredible. It's funny. It's, it's probably the best <laughs> magic show. Yeah. As in, like, the moments of magic and his ability to do callbacks and floor shadow and tie it all together is insanely good. Wowza trousers. He inspires me every time I watch him before. Yeah, he's awesome. Love him. So that's that tick box. Now, uh, Tash. Hi. Do we have a story about a lady in Miami? Oh. A friend. We made a friend in Miami, guys, but and not just a friend, like a friend for life. Yeah. She's our new best friend. She is going to look after us whenever we go back to Miami. We've got a free little place. You say we can go and stay with her whenever we like. I'll tell you the story. So we were going to Miami to then fly from Miami to Vegas. We had to do some bits in Miami. And then we were going from there straight to Sin City. Right, Light City. And then we thought, well, we're going to have the Airbnb. Because there was no hotels near the airport in Miami. So we searched the Airbnb site and Tash. It's expensive. It's so expensive in Miami, yeah. Yeah, so you're looking at about 200 to $300 a night, mm -hmm. and then they add on cleaning fees that are like $75. Ridiculous. And a weekend fee that's $200, etc., yeah. etc. It all adds up. So anyway, we found a lady who was about seven minutes from the airport, and we just sent her a little message. Yeah, we did. Saying, hi, we're illusionists, magicians, and this is our plan. Here's what we're doing. Could we come and stay? Well, she replied and said, yeah, you could come and stay for, like, no money. Mm -hmm. Like, so cheap. So cheap. Really, really good. By far the cheapest one on Airbnb. So we thought, well, okay, it could be a bit bad. Because it was because so it cheap. Because it was so cheap, yeah. I mean, what just how much it was. It was $40. Yeah, and $40. that was cheap in Miami. Well, it was cheap anywhere. Well, Seven yeah. minutes or whatever from the airport. It was, you could see the airport sort of, yeah, of those big yeah, viewing towers. That was cool. So anyway, we got in the Uber and we thought, oh my God, like, this could be bad. It could have been horrible location, horrible area. Yeah, and when we turned up, the gates had, like, danger zone on it. Yeah. We were worried. Alligators. There was peacocks walking down the street, which is mental. But um, she was lovely. Mm -hmm. And we went there to sleep. So I think our flight got into Miami at about maybe 10 at night. And we had another flight going to Vegas at about 6 in the morning. And we didn't want to stand in the airport or wait around. So we thought we'd just go to hers. Yeah. And when we got there, she came to meet us. And then she was like, oh, come in, please come in. So we went in, straight in the room. She gives us the Wi-Fi code straight away. I'm like, winning. That's the number one thing for and me. And it was Where's fast. That? Great Wi-Fi. Then she starts going. And like, I've got to say, shout out to Natasha Lamb. You were incredible. Why? You were like part of the family within five minutes. Yeah, because she's a nice person. You're playing Why with not? the kids. You're making your own drink in the kitchen. Yeah, I did. I went into a fridge. I was like, oh, can I have some of this orange juice? But like her and Tash became like best, almost like family. Best buds. I couldn't believe it. It was like watching an actual magic show. Tash was like Mary Poppins in the kitchen <laughs> making drinks. The I kids made some loving toast. Tash. Yeah, Tash is making toast, goes in the cupboard, gets some Snickers out. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll have some of them, please. That's all right. We had a little sleep. She did say, help yourself. Oh, yeah, you took it literally. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then she said, well, look, um, what time are you leaving in the morning? And we said, well, probably about half past three. Is that all right? Oh, no problem. Of course, just take the key, whatever you want. Uh, leave the key in a certain little place and uh, have a lovely time. She was great. She was. So that was the end of the story. And then we go to do all of our things, go on a cruise ship, and we come back. And we left our cases in her house. So in Miami... 
there's like little storage units that cost about $50 a night. Yeah. We were going to put our cases in there. But this lady was like, well, look, you're coming back to this airport. I live near the airport. Just leave your stuff here and then get an Uber. Come and collect it. All was good in the world. She was lovely. Like, wow. So we left four massive cases and loads of clothes and bits and bobs all in her bedroom. And off we went. Then we got back from Vegas in the morning and we're sitting in the airport in Miami at 5 a.m., having a coffee, probably earlier than that, half three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we thought, hang on, we're staying in Miami tonight Oh, well. we've got our time zones mixed up. And then this is a Saturday. And we're looking at the places and they're now more expensive. They're like $350 a night for one room. A standard. So I messaged her at five in the morning thinking like, well, let me just ask her if she's got a room available. So I asked her, and unfortunately, she emailed back straight away. Uh, I'm really sorry. I've actually got people in tonight. Um, don't worry, though. Come and get your bags whenever you want. I'm really sorry that I can't help. Then about 20 minutes later, ping! I'll tell you what I'm going to do. The kids can sleep in the room with me. I'm not actually going to mm. be in because I'm going to work, but I'll leave you a key. Uh, there's food in the fridge. Just help yourself to whatever you want. Come in. You stay in the kids' bedroom. They're going to be Aww. with me. And... Uh, that's yeah. what we did. But, Fills me with happiness right now. Yeah, but she left us little treats. Yeah. And then we went to see the Miami Heat. Go Miami, Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Oh, we love the basketball, don't we? Love it. I want to see it again. I want to watch it. I want to be a total fan. Yeah, no, there's quite a strong chance that one day we can end up living in America, I think, in a good old US of A. I hope so. Yeah, and uh, we're going to go see the Miami Heat all the time. All the time. I am a fan. And do you know what? What? Who I support the most on that team. Go on. Dragic. Is that his name? That's his name. Dragic. Okay. But I wish he was called Dragon. Yeah, you, you kept saying about Dragon. And he got man of the match. Yeah, and I wish I could just say, go on, Dragon. But I yeah. did Dragic. Dragic. And we could have met them after, couldn't we? Their coach was right next to the bit where we were leaving. They were awesome. But it was so busy, we had to get out of Uber. And in America, they closed off all the roads, which was crazy. Mm. But then, just going back to that, so we went back to this lady's house, stayed in the room, really comfy bed. Oh, her beds. I need to ask her what type they are. Yeah. Because the mattress was perfect. Yeah, and in the morning, we woke up, and she texts me, ping. Breakfast is ready. Breakfast is ready. So I go out. We didn't expect breakfast. Of course not. Not after everything she's oh, done for us. How much did you pay for that? Nothing. Free. Because she didn't want she anything. She was like, don't give me any money. Just come and stay, whatever. So I told her the first time I love milkshake. Wake up in the morning, chocolate milk. Not oh. only that, toast, heart-shaped oh. eggs, and a big bowl of fruit with a yogurt. Honestly, even pomegranate. Did she some was magic the for best. the kids. Living the dream. Oh. She gave us some food to go on our way with. And then she said, Well, whenever you're in America, just come and stay whenever you want. Yeah. She left us a key. Mm-hmm. We know where her key is now, which is like our house in Miami. Cheers, lovely. Can we go back? I'm going back in three weeks. Oh, cheers for the invite. <laughs> All right. So that was our Miami story. She was lovely. She's our friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's move on, Tash. Moving on swiftly. I've got to say, Congratulations and celebrations. Is it my birthday? No, but you are a star. Why? Because you, Natasha Lamb, did three... Oh, I did. ...effects... I did. ...in front of 1,400 people... Boom. ...on your own... Yeah. ...while I stood in the wings and I couldn't believe my life. Smashed it. You absolutely smashed it. (laughs) Tash has been learning some stuff and... uh, Three of the things that she learned are very tricky. They're technically difficult. Loads of words, tricky scripts, big words and descriptive words, etc. And you smashed it. Thanks. I'm. I was so. I was like a happy dad. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, very weird. I was a happy fiance. <laughs> happy little puppy. I was just smiling at you. I couldn't believe it. I came back Aww. on stage and you made me just smile. Well, I can't wait to do it all again. No, not can I. Um, so yeah, we're working on new things. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about the show. Yeah. All right. Tash, I'm going to give you Mm -hmm. some life hacks. Okay. But before that, I would like to know... Right. (laughs) I think I got broken. I don't know what happened there. I would like to know what's annoyed you this week. Okay. This is very easy. It's a bit of me. No, it's something to do with you. It's something that I've not told you about yet. Oh, I hate this moment. What's annoyed me this this week? 
So basically, do you remember quite a while ago... I'll get a water while you moan at me. I hope you're listening. I am. Not so long ago, I said, Oh, Matthew, can you just keep my shoe boots in that bag, in my suitcase, because I'm going to take them home, 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 and keep them safe. Because nope, I wasn't going to wear them in a while. I remember that. And you went, no, they're fine there. Okay, they're fine there in the van. Fine there where? In the van. Right. So that these boots in the van, you've took them out of a bag, out of a suitcase, and just left them in the van. Okay. Okay, which is fine. That's not what happened. You left them outside the case in the van. Well, I wanted them in the case. But you didn't put them in the case. Sorry about... Okay. Well, anyways, they're out of the van. I said, well, let's keep them together in case we lose one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, go to the van today, and there's only one shoe boot. Yeah, but if you'd put them in the case... I wanted to. But you didn't. No, there was a reason. I can't remember what, what it was. What was the reason? I, I think you took the suitcase out the van. Oh, four suitcases. And you said, no, at the time we didn't. You said, no, no, it'll be fine. Just leave your two shoes in here. And I oh. said, well, okay, well, we better not lose one because I wanted to actually take it to Vegas. Did you? And I couldn't find it. Oh. Looked for it today. It's gone. It's weird, though, because when we got to Vegas, the first thing you did is went shopping with my card. Oh, yeah. Didn't you? I did get a nice buying dress. Buying dresses, buying some Mac makeup. Just the dress, huns. And some Mac makeup. And lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so so this is my chance to talk, Matthew. Sorry. So, you know when you drive down the motorway and you see random shoes on the side of the road? Yeah. Yeah, I always wonder, how on earth did that shoe get there? Well, it's a bit different on the motorway, surely. Well, if we've opened up that door and it's been dark, just at the side of the road, you know, sometimes stop, and we've opened up the door, it's been... <laughs> it's late. It's dark. Can I just ask you why we'd be stopping on the side of the motorway when it's dark? <laughs> we might have that day. We might have felt like it. Maybe. I don't know. Stop at the side of the road. The boot falls out. This is my theory. So the boots fell out. Well, what's the... happening for the boot to fall out? I don't know. <laughs> the door. I can't breathe. The door's been opened. Why is the door opened? Just because we fancied open it. We, right. we needed something out. Yeah. And the boots fell out. Uh-huh. And we've drove off. So my boot is in the middle of the UK somewhere. And I don't know where. Right. Well. It's top shop. It's um, like... <laughs> People aren't going to look for it. <laughs> oh, seriously. It's a size five. No one cares. I really want it back. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, well, what? How am I ever going to wear them shoes again? You won't. No. Done. Good. Those shoes so are gone. next time, yeah. there will be no next Put your shoes time. in the case. If only we had a house, eh? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, my annoying thing... Is? Is Elvis in a wheelchair. <laughs> in Vegas. So... He's quite famous as well because he's on the start of Chris Angel's video. Mm-hmm. There's a man who just wears one outfit. Outfit? Elfit. Elvis outfit. And he's pissed up all the time in his little mobility scooter. And he slaps girls' bottoms. Oh, yeah, he has a good little slap. He does. But also, we saw him get a can of beer, throw it into the middle of the road, <laughs> flip off the people, give them the bird like this. Giving them the what? The bird. I learned it in America. Is it means the saying? middle finger. No way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you give a bird a door. Um, so. Wow. 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 <laughs> I wish I didn't ask. That's awful. Yeah, so that's called flip, flipping the bird. I think it's what it's called. I don't think you should say that again. I'm just going to talk for a minute. I'm going to do a little Google search to make sure I've got that right. So before. Elvis, we don't know how he makes money because a lot of the Elvis guys, you know, will sing and get some tips. But this guy doesn't. He doesn't sing. He just dresses up as Elvis in his wheelchair and races around Las Vegas slapping girls' bottoms. Living the dream. Flipping the bird. The origins of everyone's favourite middle finger gesture tells us the Romans did not invent the gesture. However, the earliest recorded mention is in a play called The Clouds, written by the Greek Aristotle, some word, I don't know what it says. Aristotle, is it? No. No. Aristophanes. Okay. In 423 BC, even though the middle finger has a clear obscene and sexual use, called flipping the bird. So there you go, flipping the bird. Yeah, so. Don't do that. Elvis flips the birds. <laughs> now. Tash, that's my what. It was annoying because he threw the can into the road. Yeah, he was very naughty. And if it's one thing we hate, Tash, litter. Tell everybody about what happened in Dubai. Dubai. Uh, oh, it was actually Muscat, uh, just off Dubai. 
and we were walking down the street and for some reason in Muscat it's a thing where people do not use bins. They no. just litter and I don't understand why. They're they're, like a lot of people. Yeah, they're not keeping it clean at all. So the poor sea is just getting filled with litter. <laughs> what? The poor sea. Well, the poor ocean. Yeah, you're right. It just sounded like a cartoon character. Oh, right. Uh, so, yeah, this man just about, would you say about five foot from a bin or closer? Yeah, you laying down. Yeah. Five foot, isn't it? <laughs> Possibly, don't know. Let, let that be our measurement now. Okay. I think that's three of you laying down, Tosh. Oh, that's going to be our new unit of measure. Fab. So, yeah, about one of you laying down. About one of me laying down, good, uh, away from the bin. And he just dropped a bat, like not even a Twix wrapper, a bag of litter. Yeah, next to next to the bin. Yeah, and um, so I very angrily stormed up to him, picked up his litter right next to him, and put it in the bin and went. Like that. And he was not impressed because also in Muscat, the ladies, uh, they don't have much power, do they, the ladies? No, they They've don't. got to do what the men say. Uh, so, whoa, he was, he couldn't believe it. No, he was shocked by he was. your audacity to tell him. I was shocked at how brave I was. You were brave, but I was standing next to you, I was proud of you. It was all good. I mean, I was about to run away. But, but... he should learn to put his rubbish in the bin. Yes. Do you want to give you some life hacks? Go on then. All right, now here we go. Are they going to help me in life? Well, you, I'll tell you what I do. Yeah? I'll give you ten life hacks. Ten? Oh, yeah. They're only short, like a sentence each. Whew. And you rate them. Okay. Okay, so one is going to be rubbish. Ten, that's changed my life. Woo, go for it. All right. Now, you know this one, but I'm going to warm you up with this one. Warm up. All right. This is for you guys at home. Tie a small piece of bright coloured fabric to your luggage. This saves a lot of time. To check if it's your bag or not. Ten. See? All right, here we go. Brace yourself. Okay, here we go. So I'm trying to find some good ones. Okay, this is a good one for us. For people who use their phone to watch things often mm -hmm. and are tired of leaning it onto something, the perfect thing to lean sun <laughs> to lean your phone on is? is your sunglasses. What? Yeah, put your sunglasses on the back. Stop. And they lean against the sunglass frames and the little arms <gasps> hold up the phone. It's like a stand. It's like a free stand. stand. So, yeah. I'm going to give that an eight because I'm not sure whether that's going to fit with every pair of sunglasses. Well, um, we have my glasses here. Mm -hmm. I'll take them off right now. I don't want to break them. But... Put the phone, put the phone case. Let's try that. Yeah. And we'll give us a little sort of test, our first podcast test. <gasps> Ooh, Hang on, I think nearly. I might just close them up a little bit like that. Doesn't work. So that's a <laughs> no, shit may, Let me try it again. Okay, Maybe it it's not. Go. Sorry, we're guys. Experimenting. We're testing this right now. We're giving it a little try. Tash got the glasses on their back. The phone is getting gently <laughs> slid into the glasses' hands. No, oh, no, awful. it does not work, guys. Maybe your glasses are too flimsy. Maybe that's what I mean. too heavy. So I give that a two. Two. Okay. Um, want another one or not? Yes, please. If you get a lubricating compound of beeswax... Hang on, a lubricating compound? Yeah, basically they're on Amazon. They're $3.99. It's a thing? Yeah, beeswax lubricating compound. And they're made by a company... <laughs> it sounds like something else. Yeah, and they're made by a company <laughs> called Landmark. Right. Okay? So what you need to get is some Landmark beeswax lubricating compound. And anyway, it comes in like a little That's a soap. tongue twister. It comes like soap. Okay. Right? And you rub it onto shoes, Converse shoes, Toms, those kind of things, right? Converse, yeah. yeah. And then it goes like bees waxy. <gasps> then right. it dries clear. <gasps> and now your shoes are completely waterproof. So you're telling me I can use that on my fabric shoes, yeah. like Converse and I want to say waterproof. The water just like slides straight off them. Stop it. So for like $4, you can completely waterproof any pair of fabric <gasps> shoes. Wow. Pomeroy out. 10. No, 20. Isn't that good? That's perfect. I knew you'd like that one. I love my Converse, but they always get dirty easy, and I can't wear it wear them when it's raining. Very true. When ironing a button-up shirt, mm -hmm. flip it inside out to easily iron over the button side. I hate ironing. I think everyone does that. That's a standard thing, right? I don't know. Yeah, when you iron a shirt, you, do you iron? Nope. Okay. <laughs> So I do iron your shirts sometimes, but I try to avoid it. I think you did one tonight for the show, didn't you? I prefer a steamer. Steamer all the way. You can get them from Argos, £20. 
A steamer? Yeah. Sorry, I was just reading some life hacks. So, I'll tell you what, this is a life hack. Use a steamer rather than an iron. Right, I'm going to blow your mind again. Bum, bum, bum. Brace yourself. That's, that is a good life hack by you. Yeah. How to put all your Christmas decorations away neatly? Mm-hmm. Put them in an egg box. What egg box? An egg box. <laughs> oh, an egg box. Oh, you mean baubles? Yeah. Oh, so not just every decoration. Now, you the mean egg box won't close, but if you get an egg box that holds, say, 12 eggs, okay. you cut down the middle once it's open, mm-hmm. and now you've got 24 perfectly circular wow. little holders for your baubles. They can go in the box. They're not going to roll around anymore. And you're going to... It's going to stop them from cracking, right? Right. But this is only if you've got circle baubles. What? Circle baubles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Circle baubles. Right. This is a good one. Uh-huh. Bounce batteries to see if they're good or bad. Heard so, this before, yeah. never tried it. Drop them on a table from about six inches. Mm-hmm. If they give one small bounce and fall right over, yeah. they're good. Oh. If they bounce around any more than that, they're dead. Oh, okay. So, I've not tried it, but I'll give it a go. Give, that, go. give that a seven, because to be honest, I'll just rather check the mic pack and see if it's low or not. Now, this is a good one, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do this with you right now. Okay. okay. It says, when taking a picture, squint your eyes a little to make your smile look more genuine. Right, smile. Oh, yeah, because you get the little crow's feet thing, like you're smiling properly. Seriously. Okay, now look at me. Yeah. Uh, just do a normal smile. Don't do any... Oh, that's a bit scary. Uh, okay, good. And now do your little squinty one. No, don't... <laughs> don't close your eyes. Just squint normal. Okay, you can't do... You can't you squint. You do it because I want to see. Okay, ready? Smile normally. Normal. Thick. Little squint. Ready? Oh, yeah. It looks a bit more genuine. Okay, this one is brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Use a clean dustpan mm-hmm. to fill a container that doesn't fit in the sink. Let me explain. Confused. You know a dustpan? A, d- a dustpan? Like yeah. a dustpan and brush? Yeah. Yeah. What you do is you're going to put the big part of the dustpan in the sink with the handle going over the sink. Like this. I'll show you a little picture so okay. you can see. Right. This means that the water's going to fill up the main part and the handle is going to work as a filter that will take it straight into a bucket or any desired thing to hold I get the liquid. It. So you want to fill up a bucket. So say it's summer. It's hot outside. You want to fill up your bucket yep. to take outside to the paddling pool. Yep. And, oh, so you can't fit the water in your bucket because the bucket doesn't fit in the sink. Can you say bucket more? Bucket. So then you put your dustpan over the sink, put the tap on, and that's it. Boom. Boom. Love that. Here's the, another oh, one. So that stops you using the jug every five seconds. There you go. Got it. Right. You know coat hangers? Uh-huh. Now, you know the ones that are specifically designed for trousers that have got the two little clips? clips? Yeah. Well, imagine this. Say you're just making a little cake or making your fiancé some gorgeous food and oh, you wanted a cookbook. Yeah. Well, you hang that coat hanger on the kitchen cupboard, right. on the handle of the cupboard, yeah. and you put the cookbook pages underneath the two things that hold the trousers. Okay. And now you've got a cookbook in the kitchen that you can see perfectly at eye level and it's being held open for you. Ah, see. So you don't want to keep fiddling with your sort of... Don't fiddle in the kitchen. (laughs) Don't fiddle. No, with your cakey fingers, you don't want to keep going to your cookbook. To be honest, guys, I use my iPad. Much easier. Right, you do. That's true. I'm all technical when it comes to cookbooks. I'm going to give you two more. Yeah. Can you rate that one, please? For me, it's, yeah. it's a five. All right. Because it doesn't help me in any way. Quick and easy iPhone speaker mm-hmm. that will definitely increase the volume of your phone twice. So it will double the volume of your phone. Is it a cup? No. Close, though. An empty toilet roll. What you're going to do is get four wall pins. You know those pins that stick out a little bit, like the reds and the blues and the sort of pins that you put on a map? Yeah. You're going to get four of them and put them in the bottom, okay, to make a stand. Oh. So two on one side, two on the other, two so it stands up. Got it. Then you're going to cut a slit like a letterbox out of the roll. Toilet roll. And put your phone in with the speaker side inside the cylindrical tube. This means wow. that the music is going to get pushed through the tube. Oh, brilliant. Go two ways and it will double your sound. That's like the cheapest iPhone speaker ever. Oh, that's what I'm getting for Christmas. Why aren't brilliant. we all using those? I don't know. Cheaper, right? Now, do you want the last one? Last one, please. Okay, this is going to change your life. Go on. Can you rate the other one? 
Uh, ten. Okay. Now, when you're on a beach, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, get a large suntan lotion. Just a cheap one. Really cheap. Cheaper the better. Suntan lotion carton. One of the big ones. Empty or full? Full. Yeah. Because you can't buy them empty. All right, sorry. Right, and then you're going to empty it. All right, use If you've it. got an empty one. Use that. Yes. Then you're going to take the lid off. Yeah. And that's where you're going to keep your phone, your money, your keys. The lid goes back on. Your yeah. phone stays cooler. It goes in your bag. And no one's going to steal it. Stop. Because if you see a phone in a bag on the beach, when we was at the aeroplane beach... The, yeah, that was awesome, by the way. Planes are flying over your head. Yeah, you had to, we had to leave our bags. Yeah, right. But if all of our valuables were in a little tan thing, thrown in the bag with wow. a towel, it's a lot less tempting. Clever. But if someone's going to steal, they're not just going to pick your bag up and go without looking. I think that's too obvious. I think you'd all probably right. fall in the sand, yeah. put your hand in and then go. Wow. Do you like that one? I love that. I yeah, thought you'd enjoy ten. that. That's brilliant. Can I tell you one more? I'll tell you what's annoyed me last week. Go on. Go I on. forgot the sun cream. So I had to buy yet another bottle of sun Hang cream. Hang on, because that swing turned into a roundabout, didn't it? Why? Because the suntan lotion that you got yeah. was baby lotion. It was baby sun cream. And it I was... mean, you look like Casper, <laughs> but it was brilliant. It was awesome. It lasted... Oh, I was... Um, washing it off with soap and it still was on my skin. It's so still yeah, on you now, still actually. on me now. So yeah, it's very protection. Last one. This is a common one, but I don't think you know it. But you need to know it. If you get grapes, mm-hmm. you put grapes in a bowl. Yeah. Or actually, better still, in the ice cube little tray that you get. Yeah. Put grapes in it. Grapes. Put the grapes in the freezer. Yeah. Or turn to ice grapes. Then when you have white wine. You put the grapes in. Oh, is this for your white wine? Yeah. Wow. And then does it water down your wine? Stop. It enhances the flavours. <gasps> Need to do that. There you Need go. Need a bottle of wine now. On a hot day, that's going to be absolutely perfect. That's going to be lovely. I knew that you could do that fruit oh, and water. Just found another one. All right. Now, Sorry, I should we're be nearly looking done. this list. This will be the last one. I won't scroll down anymore. These are fab, though. Very good. When you've got a little bit... This is a great one for me. When you've got a little bit of Nutella left, mm. I normally put some water in. Put the lid back on, shake you? it, pour it in a hot chocolate. Mmm, boy. But what? this is saying, get some ice cream, put the ice cream in the <gasps> Nutella jar, right. stir it all together, Nutella-flavoured ice cream. Ooh, yum-tastic. So, You're meant to put milk in anyway. It's not water, Matthew, for a hot chocolate, I think. Yeah, no, I know, but I just, I didn't want, all I wanted to do was <laughs> to make the chocolate sticking around the you edge. You want that off. Yeah. Love that all sounds great to me. When you was younger, did you used to lick out the bowl? I'm not answering that. No. No. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> when you were younger and someone used to make cakes for you, <laughs> would you lick out the bowl? <laughs> I would lick the spoon. Never the bowl. Never the bowl. Right. Always the spoon. So you prefer to lick the spoon than lick out the bowl? <laughs> Stop. No, I just wanted the answer. The spoon. Always the spoon. The spoon. Never the bowl or occasionally the bowl? I was hungry. Have you ever tried the bowl? <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. She loves the bowl. Okay, so with that in mind, she's never tried the bowl. Um, I'm going to move on to our next section slash segment, Tash. What is it? It's a new... Se- oh! Something else annoyed me. Oh. Can I tell you it? Just save that for the next podcast. No, it's been bothering me, Please. Tash. We put our- I'm going to tell you anyway. Oh, you... Yeah, okay. We put our show reel on YouTube like two years ago... It had over 11,000 views and a lot of likes, like yeah. in the thousands. Oh, a little bit of copyright music. YouTube took it down and deleted it. <laughs> well, you should have known better. It was like eight seconds of music. I think it was your song, actually. Was it? I'm furious. Oh, yeah. It must have been my song. Yeah. Cheers. Sorry. That. Now, Tash, I've got a new little bit that I want to do in the podcast. Um, Another new little bit. There's two bits. One bit that we did last time, which right. is the book. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, read yeah. you. Should I do that first? Let's do that. All right. And then we'll tie in the big question of life mm-hmm. to the last section. Okay. All right. So here we go. I've got this book. Now, if you haven't got this book, buy it because it's brilliant. It's called The Book of General Ign... Why can't I read that today? Ignorance. The okay. Book of General Ignorance. And Lovely. Uh, it's brilliant. And I'm going to read you a bit of it. And then we're going to discuss. Okay. Okay. So I'm turning to the page right now. Now, this is a random page. Does it smell nice, that book? 
No. Oh, it hasn't got a book smell. What? You know when you go to the library? Oh, maybe it's not normal. It's been in my bag for the last three months. Oh, no. With my shoes and socks and pants. Ew. So when you say a nice smell, not really. Because I always use my Kindle now, so I was just interested. Okay, well, this I've opened to page 210. Thanks for asking. And uh, it's a question, actually, so we can discuss. Fire away. Brilliant. We are living life like rock stars. Uh, Tash. Hi. What? Hi. And this is like, not the coronavirus, this is before that, okay? Okay. What illness do British doctors treat most often? A. Oh, options, yes. The common cold. <laughs> B. Ear infections. Oh. C. Depression. Oh. D. What would be your favourite letter out of them? Please stop. No, I'm not, I'm just asking you, do you like the A? Do you like the B? Do you like the C? Do you like the D? Carry on. Or sleep disorders. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So cold, what? ear infection, cold. depression, sleep disorders. I'm either thinking it's sleep disorders or the cold. Because I think if people have depression, they often don't go to the doctors. Okay. Um, I'm liking your working outs. I also think that... We can buy lots of Lemsips from the supermarkets now. So Other maybe... brands are available. Yeah, so maybe not. Sleep disorder. Depression. Oh, it is. Yeah, so I feel like I've brought this podcast down again. Unintentionally. Oh, uh, well, it's good that, you know, get go to the doctors and get it looked at. It's commonest, the word. I didn't think it so. It says depression is the commonest illness. The most common. Most common, right? Yeah. I mean, this... What is this? This book of general ignorance has ignored <laughs> the what? punctuation. Yeah, well, spelling. Spelling, sorry. <laughs> punctuation. Um, depression is the most commonest. Great. Brilliant. Illness treated by doctors in Britain and the fourth commonest, mm-hmm. most common, illness in the world. Oh. After pneumonia, diarrhea. <laughs> and others. So, yeah, I'm not going to read it all, but depression. But uh, yeah, that's that. And it costs, wow, the English healthcare, yeah. £8 billion. Wait. What? It's estimated that depression costs the UK economy £8 billion a year through time of work, treatment costs, suicides, and reduced productivity. Oh, equivalent to £106 a year for every man, woman, and child. Oh, that's awful. So. Man, we need to spread this happiness and spread these kind comments. Just start making some cakes and get the bowl. Yeah. Oh, I love. Do you know what I'm really good at making? What? Victoria sponge. Well, how's she doing? She's got a secret. Oh, that's Victoria's secret. Yeah. Not, not Victoria sponge. sponge. Oh, right. How's the sponge then? What's happened there? Do you remember it? Nick I made one. it a while ago. I don't think I do remember it. Oh, delicious. You make good food. You're very good. I'm going to do another one. Right. How many words do Eskimos have for snow? Oh, so you mean the Eskimos say the word snow? <laughs> what? I literally mean, how many words do Eskimos have for snow? One. No more than four. It is often said that Eskimos have 50, 100, even 400 words for snow compared to the <gasps> English's one. What? This is not so. In the first place, there is more than one English word for snow in various states. Ice, slush, crust, sleet, hail, snowflakes, powder. Second, most Eskimo groups will admit to only two words equivalent to snow. Hmm. Does this more. depend on sort of you know whether it's slushy snow, whether it's hard snow? But it's still snow, it's... isn't it? Snow is snow. And I think <laughs> you don't snow till you snow. And I think that if you know it's snow, you don't need to keep saying it's snow. It's like I don't say to you hello woman. Yeah. Because I know you're well. You um, know what I mean? Yeah. So is it like us saying hey? Hi, what time is it? Hello, bonjour. Is no, it like bonjour that? is a different language, well, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Now Tash. How do you feel about the older conspiracy theories? Interesting. Yeah. I thought, rather, I choked a little bit then. I thought that rather than ending with one of life's big questions, mm-hmm. I would give you something to ponder upon. I really do like life's big questions. Oh, I can give you one of them as well. Yes, please. What are you doing? You're ruining this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Paul is dead. Sorry? Okay. Paul's my dad. Not that Paul. Now listen. What do you mean Paul is dead? I'm going to read you three paragraphs of a conspiracy theory. I want you to listen and I want you to pay attention and take notice. Okay. Make it 
Quick. Well, it's three paragraphs. <laughs> Make it three okay. words. Paul, Le- Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Oh, good start. Paul McCartney. Yeah. From what band? Yeah. Go on. The Beatles. Yeah. Never wrote Maybe I'm Amazed. He never formed the band Wings. He never clashed with Yoko, became a vegetarian, or fathered any of his children. What? This is a theory, obviously, right? When Queen Elizabeth... I've got to tell you, actually, very quickly. My friend Jack is obsessed with conspiracy theories. And I remember one night sitting in a bar on a balcony overlooking a little square. And he told me this conspiracy theory. And he blew my mind. Brace yourself. I'm bracing. All right. So, when Queen Elizabeth knighted him in 1997... She was actually knighting someone else. No, wow. This is because conspiracy-minded Beatlemaniacs say Mm -hmm. Paul McCartney secretly died in 1966. Theorists claim that other Beatles, the other Beatles, covered up his death, hiring someone who looked like him, sang like him, and had the same jovial personality, but the guilt eventually got to them and they began hiding clues in their music. So... This is where it gets interesting. In the song Taxman, mm-hmm. George Harrison says this. Advice for those who die. Um, that's not that conclusive. But it says meaning Paul. The entire Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album was awash with Paul is Dead clues. Really? The Beatles had formed a new band featuring a, fict- a fictional member yeah. named Billy Shears. Supposedly the name of Paul's replacement. The album contained John Lennon's A Day in the Life, which had the lyrics, he blew his mind out in a car, and they recorded the phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, which becomes evident only when the song is played backwards. No way. Lennon also mumbled, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever. In interviews, Lennon says the phrase was actually cranberry sauce, and denied the existence of any backward messages. A bit more. It gets deeper. How are you feeling so far? This, why would they go to all that effort to put clues in? Well, just because they're probably the biggest boy band in the world and they thought that the fan... I don't know. Maybe the, we'll get to the discussion. Okay, yeah. So Paul is dead, believers, think mm-hmm. the Beatles accompanied these backward tape loops... Oh, I was going to answer your question. And veiled references to death... Sorry, to death with album covers illustrated lost their friend. The original cover of 1996's, it's actually scribbled out, so 1966's, Yesterday and Today album featured the Beatles posed amid raw meat and dismembered doll parts, symbolising McCartney's gruesome accident. Oh. Um, it was, I know, right? If fans placed a mirror in front of a Sgt. Pepper's album cover, the words Lonely Heart on the drum logo can be read as one, so number one, word one, Number one, X, he die, one, one, one. And of course, there's the Abbey Road cover on which John, George and Ringo forewent all pretense and pretended to cross the street as a funeral procession. John wore all white like a clergyman, Ringo the mourner dressed in black, George donned jeans like a grave digger, Paul wore no shoes. He didn't need them because he was dead and walked out of the steps with the others. One last sentence, or two paragraphs. Sorry, two sentences, one small paragraph. If Paul is dead, then the imposter is still at large. He met and married Linda Eastman, with whom he had four children, before losing her to breast cancer in 1998. He released a live album in 1993 called Paul is Live. Likely story, which is a weird name for a... Paul is Live? Yeah. Um, And produced more than 20 solo albums. And that's not even counting the released by Wings. Then he enjoyed a horrible divorce with Heather Mills, uh, which may have made him wish he was dead, or at least uh, was Billy Shears. So who is a real McCartney? The world will never know. So, so how could Billy Shears get away with having the other guy's name well, and no, no, no. So, get married? No, so listen, they, if you look at the photos, there's yeah. loads more to this. There's another 10 pages that I'm not going to bore you with. But, wow. yeah. There's pictures of the albums before the supposed accident and after mm-hmm. and him looking different. Really different or? Quite different. Wow. Also, there's vocals of before and after. Mm-hmm. Sounds different. Mm. And people that play instruments say it sounds different as well. Now, not only that, 
But what it would meant was the Beatles were together as a four. They were the biggest boy band in the world. Yeah. And then he died, supposedly. So, yeah. Right? Okay. The Beatles went, well, we can't be three because we're four. It's a four-part harmony band. We're all doing our instruments. We're all like, it's a four thing. Yeah. So we need to find a replacement before we get too big and before the band like takes over like it did. Yeah. So they found a guy called Billy Shears yeah. to play the part of Paul McCartney. But because the Beatles got so big from that point and continued to snowball and gain all this success and notoriety, yeah. that was always the Paul McCartney that people remember. But if you look back, it's actually a different person. I am so confused. So did this happen when the Beatles weren't that big? I don't know any more information than what I've just read you. Okay. Now, when Jack told me it, Jack knows all the facts, he's my friend. And he was going into dates and different looks and like a fake nose and wow. everything. Like, yeah. Um, but interesting to ponder upon. Very interesting. I could kind of believe that because I guess they, they wanted to think about their careers, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it would have been a really sad time for them. Yeah. And would it have not made more sense for them just to explain the tragedy? Yeah. Like Steps did. Tragedy. And when the feeling's gone. That one. Tragedy. We hurt. Whatever. Um, is that the foot kicking, finger clicking? Is that the same song? I think that's what oh, it's normally mixed. Six, seven, yeah, eight. It's um, mixed. Yeah, but so that's a little thing for you to think about. Wow. How'd you feel? I don't know. I'd have to read a bit more about it to be well, honest. Well, that's your challenge. Okay. I've given you a challenge to, to have a little whether bit of I research. There's some little documentaries on YouTube, like 10 minutes each. Yeah. Have a little watch, find some footage, and then we'll get back to you next week. Sounds good. All right. So, Tash, we're back. We're back. Here we are. In business. Do you have anything? The shop doors are open. Thank you for listening. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, we're going to upload this and keep uploading. And we're going to do a regular regimented schedule. Wednesdays and Sundays will be our upload days. Yeah. We're going to keep to it. We're going to stick to it. We found a way that we can do it on a timer now. See if we're going to be out of the country. It will definitely get uploaded. And we're going to start doing this in the daytime when it's bright and sunny. Birds are singing. We've got grape ice in our wine Ooh. and we're full of energy, life and beans. I hope you've enjoyed the hacks. They were very good, Matthew. 10 out of 10. Thank you so much. So from myself, Matthew Pomeroy. And me, Natasha Lamb. Thank you for listening again to Not, Not a, a Normal, normal Life. life.